Right, episode 10 of Stodcast. I'm sick to fuck of doing intros, so Jordan, take it away. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world listening to this podcast. I'm Jordan Mew from Headcage, <laughs> the drummer, um, and you're about to hear an intro that we recorded for this podcast. Um, we recorded it in our practice space, just a one take, so... I mean, I've not heard it yet. We've not actually recorded it yet, but we're going to record it. So if it's shite, I'm sorry. But yeah, welcome to episode 10 of Stodcast. Unfortunately, Head Cage did not record the song yet, unfortunately. We will get there one day. Uh, I love you, Jordan. Thank you for trying anyway. Anyway, side by side. Best song. Hey, fucking didn't bother. Don't know. Is that all your notes like? It's not notes, it's just like shit that we're gonna <laughs> have to talk about. So notes, oh, yeah. so yeah. Right, we'll start off like normal. So Jordan <laughs> <laughs> Callum Stodds. How are we? I'm good, how are you? Nervous. Me too. Weird. Been well, nervous for a long time, but I'm shitting myself here. Yeah. That's one of the notes. Is it? Yeah. Nice. We met ten years ago tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Right. The second of May two thousand and thirteen. That bring me the horizon at the uh, the now demolished ABC RIP RIP um, which also we also met on the day that Jeff Hanneman died from Slayer. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. RIP again. RIP again, and also the day that Bin Laden died. But that was like two years beforehand. The second day <laughs> right, as well. Yeah. Well, not not so RIP. On not that so one. RIP on that one. <laughs> I don't know, just weird shit you think about. Like, I'm so CD with dates, it's weird. I actually share a birthday with Bin Laden. Nice. It's not nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, Sam, a happy birthday. <laughs> Love you. Who was um, supporting on that Bring Me Tour again? Uh, the Japanese band, the, the like, Shikari Cross Faith. Ah, yeah. That was nice. good. Yeah. I've seen that. them loads. I've not seen them in a while now, though. Bad I didn't know they were still going. Yeah. They're just like a, like a really nuts band to watch. Yeah. So that was a good gig. Right, um, I need to pretend like I've never spoken to you before and like known anything about you. I have no idea who you are anymore. I've got no idea, perfect, right. Well, where did you grow up, Jordan? I grew up in a little town called Berwick-upon-Tweed. I love that place. Bizzle-upon-Twizzle. Bizzle-upon-Twizzle. It's, um... The brunest of bears. <laughs> it's a wee town on the border of Scotland, south of the border, unfortunately. It's, uh, the population isn't too big. Is that with the water? Is the brown water there we've got, yeah? A bit like none, that. none of that clear shite up in <laughs> Scotland, no? <laughs> none of that. It's a very small town. Um, you can't really go anywhere without seeing somebody that you know or recognise. So you can't just have a nice walk around the street or something without having to stop and chat to somebody, which can be a bit annoying at times, like. But Total introvert. <laughs> exactly. But lots of lovely friends there, lots of family there, so... And it is a quite a pretty place, so it does help. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's totally like, because like we've spoke before, when you come to Dunfermline, you're like, oh, I love this. It's not quite yeah. a city, but it's a busy town. <laughs> like, I fucking hate it. I want to be somewhere quiet like Berwick, and you're like, no, that's it's fucking it. shite. When you're spoiled with the place when you're living there for so long, yeah, it kind of yeah. takes it away. But Exactly, yeah. So what tunes were going in the house? That's something I've never asked you before, actually. Uh, that's a good point. Good um, point. 
Well, it was Daddy Mew playing her Mummy Mew. Not a lot, to be honest. My stepdad, he listened to... Well, he used to be like a hairy biker back in the day. So he was all about Ozzy Osbourne, Meatloaf, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he'd have the odd CDs kicking about. I remember he had a, a Meatloaf tape that I used to listen to. A tape? Cassette? Tape, oh, yeah, cassette tape. Oh, that. I remember sitting in the back of the car going on holiday somewhere listening to these Meatloaf tapes. And I'm sure one of the tracks was like, it was pretty grim, it's pretty gruesome. Because it was more of like a storytelling than a song. I've never actually looked it up because I've always wanted to know if it's true or not or if I just made it up in my head. But what the, the it was like was, uh... it's like a story of a guy telling a story about how he was a kid and like walked into his parents' room with a hammer and like That's Meatloaf. I think so. I might be getting mixed sure? up with something else. That's Meatloaf's what I mean. Like kinda like eighties and it was like seventies rock of like, oh shit. It was just like a spoken word track about a kid smashing his parents' heads in with a hammer. So <laughs> Maybe it was like a... You listen to some weird podcast where <laughs> <on> you're for. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah, um, other than that, a lot of Black Sabbath, a lot of Ozzy Osbourne. I think that was uh, my stepdad's main kind of jam. And my mum would listen to Run Rig. You ever heard of Run Rig? Right. Run Rig. No, because this has been discussed before. Yeah. The, I think Hamish raised it with me. Or somebody, I came in too, and they're like, oh, Run Rig. I'm like, I've never heard of them before. Never. Nah, I never heard of them they're up like until I got told. Iconic Scottish fucking... Sorry, <laughs> what? Aye, yeah. Aye. Nah, I'd never knew who they were, but I know now. Yeah. I've known them, I know who they were for about eight months. Well, my mum used to listen to all that sort of stuff, which didn't really interest me, to be honest. Nah. I remember going to see The Drifters. Is that your first gig? I think it would have been, yeah. But Pretty it was bit. like, it was some tent, we were away in the caravan. Like for the weekend, we're on holiday. Right. And the Drifters were playing. I think it was the Drifters. And that was, I mean, I can't, I can barely remember it. Like, but, so that was kind of my first live. Did you like the experience. Drifters? Not really. There's not enough fucking a, hammers in this song. <laughs> not enough death and destruction. <laughs> you might um, kill Jeff Parent yet. <laughs> what the fuck? This is music. And then I've I seen the Proclaimers in Aberdeen. Because my dad lives up in Aberdeen, yeah. um, and they did he used to do like Hogmanay on Union Street, like kind of similar how they do it in Edinburgh, I think. And the and the Proclaimers were playing, and my stepmom worked in like office buildings just up from where the stage was. Oh, nice! So we all just had a party up there and seen the Proclaimers. So that's pretty good. They actually played next door to my work uh, like six months ago. Yeah. It's fucking mental. I'm sure they opened the Hydra actually. Yeah. Yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so what was your first non-hammer, non-runrig, <laughs> non-death chill podcast that, you know what I mean, that aspired you to be the Mew, who you are today? It would definitely be Green Day. So when I went to middle school, which I don't know what that is in Scotland like, but I would middle have school. So primary we've school. We've got first school, middle school, then high school. I think you've well, got it's primary. called nursery, primary, high school. Yeah, well, Fucking use our backwards <laughs> down there, eh? Three minutes over the Scottish board and you're talking like fucking Muppets. So it would have been 2004. Yeah. Where I met one of my best mates, Stephen McLaughlin. I don't know if you've ever met him yet. No. He was originally from Glasgow, moved to Berwick, and he was quite obsessed with music. So I kind of latched onto that and he taught me all about Green Day. Got into like My Chemical Romance. It was American Idiot, the first one. Aye. 2004, exact yeah. same as me. Yeah. Yeah. So, remember, I built in the Bible, I used to hammer that. It's something. You got it. 
it's up there. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I know the words. Even like Billy's talking in between songs and that, and like introducing songs, exactly I, can, I can do the exact yeah, same as yeah. mental. Um, that was what was good about the the gig we went to last year. Last year, yeah. It was pretty much like like for like setless wise, Aye. apart for King for a day, like yeah. twenty minutes long. We never <laughs> got that. Yeah. So you got my chem as well. Yeah. Then the emo days. I've got fringe. I mean, I've still got fringe now. Still got fringe. <laughs> studded Road belts. <laughs> Uh, studded wristbands, checkered, have, checkered, checkered bands, uh, and all that. no, they, what are they called? Sweatbands. Aye, aye, yeah. plenty of them. Like, yeah. I, I used to nick my brothers all the time because he was a bit of a an emo. But I just kind of went off that, and then eventually got heavier. With I don't know, I'm trying to think what my first heavy band was. Probably bring me like. How did you find them? I think it was the Kerrang tour. But how did what you just like booked a ticket for a band? Yeah, you didn't I booked, booked ticket for the Grand Tour. I didn't know they were playing, so I started listening to them, and then really? I realised, holy shit, I love this. Yeah, and then this was suicide season. Eh? Uh, in between, just before suicide season, so it was towards the end of County Blessings. Oh, nice. So it was the who else was playing? It was Mindless Self Indulgence. They were headlining. Mm-hmm. There was a band called Durr and Grey. They're like a Japanese mental band. Um, in case of fire, were they called? And Bring Me was supposed to play, but they pulled out because Ollie's voice was fucked, and I was absolutely devastated. So, and then, yeah, just absolutely hammered suicide season when that came out. Um, like every day, all day, every day, I used yeah. to go to sleep with it, with the, my headphones in, and just have it on full blast, and it used to send me to sleep. Fucking hell, man! Like, you're so. fucked, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so deaf. But yeah, that was kind of my first entrance to the. What heavy was the first thing you seen bring me? Was it the Battlelands? Um, no, it was Newcastle O2 Academy, September. No, November the twentieth, two thousand nine. It was that good. You remember the date? Right. I actually think I'm going to look it up. But I think my first ever gig was September two thousand nine. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But it was a tribute band in ABC. Mm. Still good though. Gig's um, a gig. Exactly. Uh, right, so you go from that. You were in bands at school, eh? Aye. Like loads of cover bands and cover stuff. Band. What was that video on YouTube you showed me of like you on a stage hall? Uh, that would probably be in, uh, in high school where we'd put on like band nights. What was that band called? Uh, I can't remember. It would be... Wait, I missed a section. How did you get into drumming? Ah, right. So... You know, do you remember the Cadbury advert with the gorilla? Yes. It's got the Phil Collins song on it. Yeah. Well, that was on the telly. I was sitting having tea with my mum. And she was like, hey, look at that. That's good, isn't it? And I was like, aye, I want to do that. And that well, was be it. a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Scratch <Just> chocolate. <laughs> but yeah, seen that. I was like, that's cool as fuck. I want to do that. So I did it. And your mum's suggestion to get you a drum kit? Yeah. Well, to get me lessons at school. Oh, nice. And then the following Christmas, I did get a drum kit. Nice. I remember that, so that was good. Class. I think she soon regretted that, like, but... Yeah, I had a drum kit at my dad's, and he regretted buying me that as soon as he found out I wasn't playing, like, to, like, <laughs> slow Roy Orbison, and uh, it was, like, Death of Anna and all that shit. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't very impressed. So, what was... At school, you were doing... You were practicing at school, and you got drum lessons at school. And then that led to school bands. Pretty much, yeah. We would cover like Fratellis 
like Henrietta oh. and Chelsea Dagger and what was the band called? I can't remember. The Birek Ballbags. The Birek Ballbags, aye. That's about right. Um, what else did we cover? We did Gay Bar by Electric Six. Of course you did. Um, we were going to do the final showdown, Beasel Boss by right. Tenacious D, but we never got around to it, unfortunately. Um, I just played a few like band nights at school, but we were also like involved in organising it, which is quite cool. You were involved? Yeah. So I got a band called Boy Jump Ship who are based in Newcastle. I know them. Yeah, I got them to come up and play. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Is that like a wee message on MySpace band today? Yeah, it would have been. We really like your band. Could you come, <laughs> come play? Come play, please. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty good. I remember we were like drinking beers and that through the back with them. And then my music teacher came through and we went fucking mental. For drinking beer? All <laughs> oh, right. It's understandable, like. Yeah. But aye, that was good. Um, a lot of questionable bands would also play. Just like other school bands and shit. But. Questionable? Bands. Uh, what do you mean questionable? Like shite. Oh, right. I think they're like <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> well, like, why are you in the changing room? You're not getting changed. Not as far as I know, anyway. <laughs> right. So, what started into metal bands in? When I went to college, um, which would have been 2011. Um, met some mates there. We'd, we started off college just doing more covers and stuff. Like, we'd get put into groups and do covers and then I met some people in the year below me and we started Orion which started a while ago so well over fucking 10 years what year is it now 23 so about 12 years ago was actually listening to By the Throat aye earlier on was it By the Throat it's called yeah yeah I was aye. listening to that earlier on it's a good it's a good EP that we got round to do I liked it yeah. yeah it's a shame it's not on Spotify it's only on YouTube now it was definitely on iTunes because I bought it and yeah. hyped it when I bought it when, it when it came out and I've still got it so but you've got the tattoo the, the band lives forever exactly. on your skin exactly what yeah. um, how did you start that then? there was a fire drill um, <sighs> so we all got hoied out the building obviously and then I seen this guy who I used to go to gigs with all the time he was like I like metal I like metal do you want to start a band? aye go on then and that was it go on then <laughs> And then we had a few different member changes, a few different lineup changes, but got there in the end. We did pretty well. We wait, who was the good that was it? Big M- game Murphy, who's in Headcage now. He was He was in Oriton. Yeah, yeah. I think he played never bass. Knew that. I never knew that. Played bass to begin with, I think. Wait, no, who was the boy we went to Newcastle with when you fucked it that night? Uh oh, Joe Taylor. Joe Taylor. He Joey was T. He Shout was in Joey T. He was in um Fucking Joe Rogan here. <laughs> he was in Orion, eh? Aye, yeah. Yeah. And then, but you were in a band, you're not in a band after or before with him? Uh, no. Or was it Orion? Just Orion, You showed yeah. me, oh no, there's a video you just did mm-hmm. and he was in it. Is that Orion? Yeah. Yeah, right. that'll be, yeah. Right, okay. That'll be the music video we recorded at college. Right. So yeah. you never did those six songs for the EP? Yeah. And that was it? Nothing else? There was a couple demos, but one called November which might still be on YouTube, actually. Um, and then we had a demo for In Shame. No, sorry, we had a, we did have a first EP called Extinction. Extinction. Oh, I love a hunt for an EP <laughs> that I don't have. I would fucking love for you to find that because I can't find it anywhere. Is that a physical? No. 
Was that the, oh, just digital? Uh, I'm not as inspired. But I've, I've searched through all my old email addresses trying to find it. I think you can find maybe one or two songs, a few demos and stuff on YouTube, but it's pretty good. Who that was, was in that band then? So it was you, me, Joe. Joe, my mate Steve, who I was on about earlier, who I met in Berwick. He was an Orion for a bit. I know. He's fucking incredible. What's an Orion? What do you mean? Well, I know what Orion is. It's something to do with a character in a video game, I think. Oh, right. Um, one of those ones. Yeah. Like Mallory Knox or something. Like something like yeah. that. But uh, I, so I did one EP, which we recorded with the same guy that Headcage recorded with now, George. All right, okay. In his bedroom in Gosforth, near Newcastle. Um, played a few shows of that, just like pubs and Gateshead and stuff like that in Newcastle. Just proper, what was it called? The Three Tons. What was your first gig? It was... It was supporting Malevolence, you know. Um, aye? aye like, Again, didn't know that shit. I seen the poster for it recently. It was... Because I actually listened to the podcast yeah. and they were on it. Yeah. And they were like, you've been going for 17 years. Aye. I'm like, I literally found out who you can't swear yeah, when you yeah. support Architects. That was <laughs> it. Like, Yeah, it was... Um, I can't remember who else was on it. There was a poster somewhere, but Malever on it. Um, there was just a couple other hardcore bands. Yeah, and there was a headliner I think they were from Leeds but that's all I can really remember and that was at a venue called Venue funnily enough in well, Newcastle were back at the time no this was before they were like no. massive yeah. but they would still have been going for like yeah. six years by that point I, I didn't even know about it until I just found this poster probably when I was hunting for our old EPs really and just seen this poster and I was like holy shit that's my lev I can say I've supported my lev now fucking hell <laughs> you sitting giggling your own name traveling <laughs> Right, so Orion kind of disbanded, didn't they? Yeah. What happened, apart from creative differences? So we... Jordan Muse going solo. <laughs> we um, we did a few tours, like we did... Never did UK. We did just like a couple of shows. And then like, you did like Spain? Aye. Yeah. We've cool. got on uh, this like promotion management company. I can't remember what they were called now. And he got us... First one we did was in Ireland. Went over to Ireland for two days. Nice. We went to Dublin and Cork, both in Southern Ireland, which was class. Lots of really good music over there as well. It's a shame not a lot of bands go over there because the music scene over there is class from what I remember. Loads of nice dudes. And it was just a case of partying and getting pissed and the usual, like, first time touring and all that. You got a, Who was you got your vocalist? Uh, ben Davidson, he was called. Right. Yeah. He sounds a lot like Danny. Aye. Your good friend Aye. Danny. He's from one Perry of them. Like. Yeah. Um, we went to Spain. Yeah. We played High End, Madrid, and Barcelona. What's it like being a tiny band, kicking about customs with like symbols and that? It feels absolutely ridiculous. Like, really? Totally. Do you feel like I'm up at? Yeah. And it's very expensive, obviously. So, yeah. Uh, but it's the experience more than anything, just sitting in the back of a van. Who was the, you, right, the band you played with, we were, we, mind we went on a night in Newcastle, yeah. and we stayed at somebody's house. Yeah. They were on tour with you, eh? Yeah, they came to Spain with us. Who was that? Uh, Day Shifter. That was it? Yeah, yeah Day Shifter, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they came to Spain with us, and there was like just local support bands on the other shows. Right. So that was a good experience. Were they busy, the shows? 
one of them wasn't. Two of them were. There's people like queuing outside and that. Seriously? And, and I, people like getting pictures with us. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you, are you the Berwick. Jordan Muir? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Um, one of the shows, there was like three people there. This was like the last one. So we all just got hammered and like swapped instruments on stage and just... That's what Architects did. It, with, uh, you seen that video? <laughs> yeah. Sam's playing, playing the early grave. Aye, right? yeah. yeah. That's a class idea. Yeah. What were you doing? Like bass or something? I think I was just kind of standing watching whoever was playing the drums, to be honest. You're trying to make up to four people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. But right. no, it was an experience. Class. What was the last show you did? Did you do a farewell? Like We were, but we never did. The last show we played was with Ocean's 8 Alaska, Loathe. That's And Day Shifter, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was at the Clooney in Newcastle. That was a really good gig as well. You just first on, I take it? Aye, yeah. yeah. It was us then, Day Shifter, Loathe. And was there any Alaska. hype with Loath back then? This is before they've got a lot of hype. Yeah. I remember the vocalist coming off the stage, sitting in front of it with a mask on. I like, this is sitting, cool. Sitting on the stage with a mask? Yeah, like came off the stage, sat on the floor, just had a mask on. Oh. And then it was just pretty fucking creepy, but it was really cool. Yeah. And then... They've always been a bit aesthetic, eh? Like, aye. Even, because I've only seen them like three times, yeah. but in the small venues, they put a lot of effort into their yeah, gigs. Yeah, they do. Which is cool. So I that was that was the first time I discovered Lowe as well, and then look at them now. Yeah, what year was that? 2013? 16. 16. Yeah. And then we were going to do like a final farewell show, but it never happened. What made you break up? It just kind of stopped, I think, because obviously I stopped going to college, so I didn't have like a free train pass or anything anymore, so it was coming expensive, and it just kind of fizzled out, unfortunately. Yeah. But like, no hard feelings, or it's just no. one of them things, isn't it? There'll be a reunion show one day. Maybe one day. And just get a wee group chat and I go like, oh, I've, I've tried it a couple of times. The people deserve an Orin reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it a couple of times, but it's never, it's never came to anything like But You never know, never say never. So what <laughs> happened in, in between that then? You did nothing, eh? You did fucking nothing. Did out for a while. and was like, I think I'm just going to have to give up the drums. No more, more shows, no more gigs. But you did just be when it's dark out. Yeah. Um, Is that your who... We messaged you about that. So I went into the Brown Bear in Berwick, the pub. Uh, the best bar in Berwick. And there was this baldy bastard behind the bar. Gave me a funny look. And I was like, mm, what's, he, what's he saying? Like? And he was like, I heard you play the drums. And I was like, I do, aye. I was like, do you want to come and play the drums for my band? I was like, aye. So that was it. Started jamming with them. And it was like, we did it for a good year and a half. So... It definitely brought my spark back for drumming, so yeah. I'm glad I did it. And they're all sound as fuck. Shout out when it's dark out. Are they still going? No. We're going to try and get a final song recorded. We've got like the basics of it, but we want to like give it a bit of wally before yeah. we release, probably release it as a final one. But Andy, the, the main front man, he's, um, he's got his own side projects and stuff as well, so he's keeping them busy. And I think he's looking for other projects as well. So, right. but yeah, it was good. We got a few covers in that band, didn't Yeah, Biffy, Nirvana, but it was actually a cover of a cover because it was Architects' version of Territorial Pissings. Oh, the one they did when they released Doomsday. On, yeah, on Made yeah. Available, they done it. I think. Yeah. yeah. So we did that version. Nice. Which was good. I seen a Mindar message like oh, a couple of months ago. Was at a gig. Um. I went to go see a mate's band, but the main band were Hell Ripper. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did a cover of Tourette's, like a metal mm. version. It was yeah. fucking class, nice. like Nirvana. That yeah, sounds so. it. And then you did um, Convex Concave. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which was, it's a very fun song to play. I yeah. can't do it justice, like, but. You know. It's uh, it's very fun to play. I never got to hear that. I was, was there a video yeah. of that? Uh, probably somewhere. I'll fish one out for you. Right. And we, we did record our own album as well. Cause you recorded on an album? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we just did it speaking of <laughs> Yeah, we did a full album, all DIY, ah. in my granddad's shed. I love that shed. Yeah. Good shed. Yeah. We bought some drum mics off eBay and just had a shot at it. So, so there's a When It's Dark Out album. It's physical as well. We'll get your copy. Like You've got a physical? Yeah. You've got one made? Yeah, there's loads. Quite a few. Why didn't you release it? Special edition as well. We did. What do you mean special edition? Like a fold-out digipack or something? Something like that, aye. No, but we did. We did a release show and everything. But obviously... I knew you did a release show, yeah. yeah. I fact, I didn't It was know during that. like COVID and that, so it was all about Ah, it's kind of died off. That's where I come in. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so, we come to the pandemic. <coughs> when it's dark out. Is it as darkest? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get any more dark if we tried. You and I got a slipknot. No. The kind of origins of kind of what we're going to talk about. Yep. I went to go see Foo Fighters with Curly. Yeah. I didn't go and see Foo Fighters. I had to leave before Foo's came Aye. on. So I seen Slaves and Frank. And, Frank. and I was shouting my Where wee was heart. It? Was that stadium? No, it was at the Bell Houston on the summer sessions. Aye, they did. And I was shouting my wee heart out. And Curly's bird like, here, you can shout. Mm. And Curly's like, aye. So you have a chat and then he's like. Spark of magic there. Yeah, spark of magic. And he was like, well, Carly plays guitar. He rips off while she sleeps. While <laughs> <laughs> <My> Carly sleeps. While <laughs> Carly sleeps. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we go, thank you, Emily. No, that's fine, I've got teeth. Yeah, after what you told me you did at the weekend, don't bother about my fucking teeth. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we went to Slipknot. I yep. was sat in here pished with a yep. bottle of Jack Daniels fire which I gave us really bad heartburn I remember still that still fucking taste it yeah man. I don't like that um, oh yeah I love you like <laughs> just want to start a band with you now <laughs> fuck it let's do it I know and then who who brought in Kensby um, probably me and Curly because we went to where did we meet him met him at stray from the no, we went to straight for the path when I broke my aye, aye, my collar. That. that was was it was sleeps at uh, Swedge in Glasgow. Was he not at Slamdunk with us as well? Yeah, that yeah. was because I remember meeting him. Because I'm, you know what I'm like with fucking meeting people at gigs. I'm just like you, come here, you're my pal now. Aye. Like you, for example. Exactly. <laughs> I literally have it happened. Aye. Yeah, uh, we met him and then he started coming to gigs with us. And yeah, that was probably just before. Covid and all that as well. Yeah, so. aye. And he was a big fat stinking bassist. So the big fat racist bassist. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Uh, aye. So we started that. We had started a group chat, eh? Yeah. And then much. it was like, and then Slipknot was in the January, and then Covid yeah. hit, and then I'd bought. I remember buying stuff, and I got Covid before it was cool. Before the world shut down. <laughs> I remember the, the, the like two days into having COVID is when I got my PA delivered. Yeah. And my, my first mic and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I'm like trying not to die. And then we're <laughs> trying to like arrange stuff and that. And then, yeah, the world just kind of went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then 
we just like sending each other stuff because you because Carly was writing from home and yeah. you can add a practice kit. No, in fact, you didn't. No, you were going in your shed. You were practicing. I just got an electric kit as well. Yeah, I got a Mac, and then I. But bought, you're going to your granddad's all the time yeah, to get I, the. I cleared out his shed slash garage and just yeah. set up my drums in there. So yeah, and we just sent ideas to each other. And yeah, that, and then Carly would send me riffs, and then I'd put drums over them. Carly would send you a riff while well, she sleeps. Riffs, and then, <laughs> I love you, Carly, so much. <laughs> you also sent his his uh, videos and that he's been putting up. Yeah. Yeah, right. he's recording it. Was recording did you go to his gig actually? No, did you not? Yeah, yeah, I felt really bad. I couldn't go because it was in Sunderland and I had a train to catch and I couldn't make it back to Newcastle in time for the train. Good excuse, so. and it's recorded too. <laughs> 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 we'll go to the second gig. Um, yeah, so we started doing that and then sending stuff back and forth, etc. Mm. And it was like, Calm, you need to like practice. I was like, Ah, it's fine, don't worry. Right. And I'd, then I'd shout for 10 minutes, I'd sound pretty good, and then. Fucked it up. Fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just let you boys stand and play. Uh, send stuff back and forth. We had song A, then Aye. we had song B, mm-hmm. and then came D, but then C. <laughs> That's how it worked, literally. Yeah. I got D before I got C. Um, the first song, we kinda, well, I kind of named Cancer Culture, Aye. which I thought was a good name. <laughs> it's a great way to get cancelled straight away. Um, and yeah, we, I don't mind saying this now, but we broke a few rules of our lockdown. Aye, fucking right with it. Borders were crossed. Aye. And then, yeah, I had to go up to Perth to pick up the races basis. I thought you had to drive up to get them. Aye, drive up and drive back down again. Cheers that time. <laughs> and then, yeah, had a few practices. And I, I will say, like, that kind of, that group chat and, like, chatting every day and, like, the mentality of we're going to take yeah. over the world or whatever's left when the world goes back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> was always like Kenny got me through lockdown and yeah that. it helped uh, like definitely it's just a good laugh and I, I miss that group chat to this day like yeah. every day there was just something in it it was yeah. just ridiculous <laughs> I, I don't know if you ever sit and go go back, go back and yeah. just look no, I didn't read the message I just look at the photos mm. I'd, I'd, just, like, I'd love to know the context behind <laughs> that <laughs> um, that was good fun we did a couple covers as well didn't we we did trophies yeah. and uh, I've got the and I, I still loved that Aye. there's a version I think it was like the, maybe the last practice we did. It yeah. was just me, you and Curly, I think. No, no, because um, Henson recorded it, so it was, Tim was there ah, as he well. he came along, didn't he? Um, and that's, yeah, and that was on recording in the first like 20 minutes of me being there, so I hadn't yeah. blown my voice out yet. And I really do like that. I mm-hmm. actually showed some of that. Um, yeah, really. I'll have to watch that. those videos back. Like, Yeah, it's all on Dropbox somewhere. Yeah. And then... Did we yeah. do another cover? Or was that it? We did. We tried, well... Um, there was four covers man mine we chose a song each and then one of them was Viking Death March um, oh yeah was that the- yeah and then uh, I think Carly chose Antisocial yeah and then you I think you chose a Bring Me song or an Architect song probably like I can't, yeah I can't remember um, they just never came in yeah. and then yeah it was quite clear that him being in Newcastle well so the kind of world went back right. to normal our last practice was just like as the world Oh, the pub started opening. Aye. Mind that you can drink outside, pish. Aye. But that, yeah. Outside, but no inside, but outside, inside. Aye. But Aye. you can't drink past eight because COVID's <laughs> got a bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we kind of kept it going. And then I bought, I was really good at buying stuff. Aye. <laughs> like, oh, You're great at it. I'm, Oh, this great PA and a great mic. Can you <laughs> even practicing? No. <laughs> but when I do. Have you still got it? I've, I've got everything, it. mate. Yeah. 
selling an old interface. Like some of it came in handy for the podcast. Yeah, aye. So yeah, and then I, I kind of got a message one day of Curly. I was like, right, you're gonna take this seriously or not? You're gonna start practicing. And then I remember sending a couple of like like me singing to you. My, I did yeah. a cover of Breathe by Blood Bloodjuice. Yeah. And that got not bad response. I was yeah. like, right, you need to keep doing that, but like keep, keep trying and that. Right. And then I'd like, it'd be like a Monday morning and like Tim's like, oh, can we FaceTime and I'll put you through like your, because obviously Tim knew everything about me. <laughs> Mr. Computer Man. <laughs> Mr. Computer Man. <laughs> he was really good at, um, he was like, I'll teach you to sing and that. And I'm like, oh, do I feel well and that? And Aye. <laughs> have we got a gig yet? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not playing a tour yet? <laughs> like, <laughs> too funny, too funny. <laughs> And then yeah, I got a, I got a text. I was like, uh, "You gonna take this seriously?" And I was like, "Probably not." Probably not. Nah. And then, but you thought that he started getting in cahoots with Cagehead. Cagehead, hi, that's the one. Started uh, dipping my toes in, like. How'd that start off? Um, as in me joining all the whole thing. For the start, like, the what start. was the first sign of I could be in a band? Uh, well, Murphy, our guitarist, who was also an Orient, sent me a video of his Mac, and he was recording a demo, and it sounded fucking mint. False gold, the song was. So that was the first thing that I heard, and I was like, ooh, me likey. And um, I didn't, like, say, I'll, I'll drum for you if you want. I just thought I'd hold off and wait for it to come to me and then eventually it did so they were writing through lockdown um him and elliot elliot our bassist he put an ad out saying i want to do this kind of music is anybody interested so i think liam vocalist and murphy both got in touch and then started writing this was over lockdown during all the happy covid times was this the first or second lockdown uh probably the first one yeah and then right well, you were wasting time with me and fucking Curly. exactly <laughs> I just warming myself up <laughs> sifted of the shite to get to the gold <laughs> and then one day I got a video from Murphy and it was Liam at practice and he's just like yeah mate you want to be in my band like well Liam said that right. did his voice blow after that <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like aye and that was it. Rest is history. Nice. So I went down for practice. I got sent a couple of demos. And I was I was, <laughs> I was jamming them. And uh aye. It was good. And that was the first Ruins the first and head school for the two first demos that I learned. Started jamming along to. And then Did they have a drummer before you? They had a few different ones, a couple people trying out, but right. nothing really worked. Just knew we'd had the, the good patter. Exactly. And the driving license. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one me for the job, like. It is. And that's me. Not your brother. He's too <laughs> Fuck fucking <him>. tall. <laughs> um, what was the first... You first released Side by Side, eh? Yeah. That was the first one. But you were, like, together for, like, a year. You proper... Yeah. You did the I opposite it, of like. you did the opposite of what I did, would have done. Like you had nothing set up until last minute. Yeah. Whereas I was like, here, I've got a band account made up, so we don't got a fucking name yet. Well, we did. Well, I had a name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sick of feeling sick. Still the best. Soft. Soft. Still the best name of a band to never get used and incorporate <laughs> it. Um, yeah, you had everything. You had, you had your gun well loaded. Yeah. And when you're ready to fire, you fired it well. I had all the. Had everything instead of just fucking 
busting my load pretty early. Like, we, uh, <laughs> was that a dig? Was it? <laughs> we like to work on a lot of stuff before it. So, like, getting photos done and having, like, I mean, Elliot's the main grafter. He does all the behind the scenes stuff, getting, like, I'm not doing a Joe Rogan with shout Elliot. He does track. You can Absolutely. tell. He's, He's got it, like, him and his brother with the. With the videography and like the, ah, the social media, like, yeah. the keeping up of it and the, yeah. sort of the upkeeping that, and mm. I think it's a pain in the arse. And yeah, uh, he does it well, I think. Absolutely. Um, so I we just had had like you say the gun fully loaded before we. Yeah. How many songs did you have recorded before you you just two, just um, side by side and ruins. Yeah, I remember you WhatsApp me ruins. Yeah, and well, I was driving to. You sent me the day before we went to Architects, yeah. the Malevolence Architects gig. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to in the car with Sinead and I was like, I've got a wee tear in my ear. This is like, I'm I'm so chuffed that you like got it all together. Yeah. Um, you sent me runes. And then Side by Side came out like the week after, I think. Aye, that was the first one. And that was... And the video for that as well. I fucking love it because we filmed it on the farm that I grew up on. So like, the one where we practiced it. Uh, different farm oh, that's not a farm is it nah, this is like off the road I don't know if you've ever been out to where my mum lives nah you might have dropped me off there at some point or something but uh, it's like a big courtyard on like the middle of a farm so and we wanted to do like a one shot video and I see yeah. that and was like that would work yeah so when it's spoke to the farmer well. and got permission and just did it nice we only took maybe three takes so it worked yeah. pretty well and we got like a big lighting rig and stuff as well but one of my mates helped me out with that um, aye, and then released that and got really good traction off it. So yeah. people seem to love it. Some people still say it's their favourite song. Like you're one of them. Yeah, uh, and her, <laughs> and yeah. Emily. I did say, and I'll say it again for the record. If you were a big band that had like plenty fan base, yeah, etc., that song how it's written, it's catchy. It's almost like it's almost got pop vibes in terms of yeah. it's got catchy, but it's metal. It's not, it's radio friendly, very, very radio friendly, yeah. but it's very, I don't want to say the word acceptable, but yeah. it is, you know what I mean? Well, that's something I just, well, realised recently that all of our songs have no swear words in. <laughs> that would not be me, like, <laughs> one big Tourette's fucking. Because I was just thinking about it one day, I was like, where's the fucking profanity, like? Yeah. But I suppose it's a good thing, because could never really get turned away for having naughty words in it. Yeah. No, I think if you were a big band, that mm. would be the song that a big band would release to tease a new album. Yeah. That'd be like the leading yeah. single, and that'd be like Architects' Animals when it's played last. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you it mean. It is a fucking really good song. Well, um, we're going to be playing it last at the headliner. Yeah, so I, when I seen you, you played it first, yeah. and I thought, because you only had like two songs, no, three songs out when I seen you, but it was only a support slot, mind. Yeah. But yeah, playing side by side was like big hype, and it's yeah. like right, we're gonna play a bunch of slow stuff and yeah. stuff you don't know. <laughs> exactly, we're still yeah. really good. But yeah, it's like definitely should you be played last. Yeah, um, yeah. The the reaction when side by side came, it was brilliant, yeah. and you got video play of that as well, kind of straight yeah. away off the guy from Newcastle radio. Uh, I BBC introducing Nick yeah. Roberts. Um, he's I think he's played pretty much every song, and then Nels. From Radio One, Future Alternative, he yeah. fucking loves us and he plays us in most of his shows. We missed a bit. Great. What was your first gig? The, the one I gig. couldn't go to. Ooh. I was so angry. So that was 
almost a year ago now. I was at the head of steam in Newcastle, sold out, sort of packed. Very I sweaty. bought a ticket as well. Yeah. And I sold it to, was it Henson? I think so, yeah. No, uh, JP. Aye. JB, JB, sorry, JB, yeah. JP, JP, wrong <laughs> cunt. Aye, um, aye, that was sold out. It was nuts. A feeling of adrenaline I had because we opened with side by side then as well, and like people just instantly singing the song back. And I was just like, <laughs> I bet that's the biggest stunt in the world. Aye. Like, I'm surprised I didn't be... just like have a heart attack on stage. Yeah, because it was just like very, very fucking overwhelming. But it felt so good. Yeah, because you've been obviously going to gigs for like well yeah. over a decade before that, aye. being that wee boy at the front. Exactly, I. And like I must nice be something that's like, that's something like like I said when I was at uh, when I was on stage with Frank, mm-hmm. even though it was not my song, but I have been like in front of a crowd just going mental aye, and like singing back having I mean, that fucking power. Yeah, aye. aye. It's I don't you'll never ever beat, I don't think. Yeah. Well obviously the bigger you get, which you will, mm, the more so. you'll experience it. So um and then next it was runes. Aye. Or as I call it, so breathe in. Because it wasn't cold runes when I got a sent it, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so you dropped that. That was a kind of a lot slower song, yeah. Yeah. Side by side was like the pop one, and that was the aye, bit more of like a, a ballad. Yeah. And then you didn't do a video for Topmore, did you? Oh no, you yeah, did. Yeah. It was a it was not like a live compilation. For runes, you mean? Oh, for no, yeah, for, yeah, ruins. For ruins like sorry, side by side, then ruined, yeah, footage, just like yeah. Mixed together, yeah. And then Talkmore was the next one. Uh, what was yes. the one with her on the couch? That shrink. One? Shrink. Sorry, was, right. Was it shrink then Talkmore? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, shrink was the third one. Yeah, and a very, very well shot video. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Again, that's Isaac, Elliot's brother. He's fucking yeah. absolutely amazing at what he does, and he's very passionate about it. Yeah. So. It's good to have. We're not just like paying somebody to do do a job. Like he yeah. actually cares about it. It's almost like a involved. fifth member creatively. Aye, totally. Which is really good. That's what you need. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that got released. That got played by Alex. Aye. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that's that's the one that's like streamed the most as well on Spotify. Over my side by side. I think so. Aye. 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 I've not actually checked in a while, but. Well, yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Emily, we need to change this. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake. So you did that, and that was when you did your second gig when I came to see you, at Bobix. Bobix, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And then, what was the one after when you were wearing like funny hats and? That was talk. That was talk. Yeah. More, that right? was okay. we hired a green screen somewhere near Sunderland for like two hours and just went daft just but it was so much fun it was probably the cheapest video we've made and it's like the best one as well yeah because there was just like props and shit there anyway yeah. I mean I went to a charity shop before I went down to shoot the video and I was like I want to buy the stupidest cheesiest fucking clothes I can find and I did and the guy who was working at the charity shop he's a fan of Headgage and he gave me a quid discount because he likes Headgage so I got a discount off a of charity. You're just a local <laughs> legend I bet in Newcastle. <laughs> so um yeah, just bought stupid clothes for that and we all came with our own gear. Um and then there was like a back room that had loads of props and stuff in it. So we just went daft with it. It was yeah. good. And then it was 
nothing for a while, eh? You kind of, because you've kind of bandaged it together as like yeah. your first kind of chapter, eh? Those yeah. four songs, and then you released the CD. Yeah. You released a wee mm-hmm. compilation, greatest hits so far. <laughs> and then, i trying to think what was next. You kind of did, mer- that's when you started doing merch and that for the first time, eh? You just kind of yeah. had merch already. Yeah, well, we finally made like a merch store. Put yeah, it online. that was it. Yeah, you got hats and all that. Aye. But you're actually wearing now. I wear every you're day. the only cunt I know that, apart from eighties bands, Aye. wears their own merch. I, I think that's cool as fuck. Oh, it's got to be done, man. Yeah, anywhere I go, I've got to be wrapping the cage, like. Yeah, and I've got a little business cards now as well with QR code. Oh, did you bag. make them? Yeah, you told me. Uh, I should have brought one for you, man. I totally forgot. They got QR codes in that. Aye. Yeah, you scan well, it and then it takes you to our Spotify. So it'd be a bit fucked for you, like Mister Apple Music. No, Mr. I pay for every song I buy. Aye, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I bet, how many streams did Runes get? Yeah, it doesn't really matter because I bet Man 99 Pence paid, you <laughs> got more for me for the, the 20,000 cuts that Absolutely. played around the world. Uh, fuck's sake. Right, so that was the kind of first. Yeah, that was so we tend to go in and record two songs at a time. And then just release them at like the right time so it coincides with something else for like gigs and stuff like that. Yeah. How many gigs are you on now? Uh, don't know. Six, I think. Is that? Shouldn't it be seven. I've like, not done many. We don't, we don't like. You did Harris Team, Bobbix, then you did another support, I believe. We did York. Oh, you did that one with Casino. Casino Ball. Aye, Casino Ball at Clooney. Yeah. Was that a good gig? That's class. That was the first gig that we played that like felt like a proper gig. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, just like busy. Yeah. Loads of people on that, yeah. And How did you like, get that gig? Uh, Casino Brawl just asked us. They're listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Rituals on that show as well. Yeah, you and Rituals have kind of yeah. like brothered up Aye, together. Well, God's like. Yeah. yeah. How did you find them? Um... Met them at the While She Sleeps warehouse, funnily enough. Went down for like an open day. Oh, I remember, and, uh, I remember that one, yeah. yeah. They were just hang, hanging out, had some beers, and then that was it, pretty much. Right. Um, and the thing is, with that gig as well, the Clooney's like, it's a really good venue. And the stage is quite high up. I've never been. That's really good. good, yeah. We're playing the room upstairs next week, so I've only been there once to see Blood Youth years ago. I can't really remember what it's like, but, uh, thank God. I know, eh, uh, I was like, the dog's had cancer for a while now, eh, uh, go and just fucking put it down. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, a shame, they're good. Good to be slut, not tribute. Um, <laughs> OG bloody swear to first, The first two EPs, mm. I love, and then the album was good, yeah. and then, nah, we just, yeah. Right, so you did... Your support gigs. Yep. You did the Casino Brawl gig and then you kind of took a few months off at the start of the year and did nothing for a while. Yeah. And then it was, don't tell me, nothing. There we nothing, go. yeah. Funnily enough. Yeah, because <laughs> I felt so bad you'd at least that the same day as Harvest and I was like, yeah. oh, I can't put the effort into this that I should be doing. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, I'll, I'll hype it and share it, but it's, it's not getting the love. It's got no, a lot now. It's got a lot of love exactly, now. Um, so yeah, what, because you've gone for like artwork-wise, mm-hmm. purple, Purple's your thing. Aye. Pink, purple. Pinky, sort of. purple. Yeah. Black. Aye. So you've got that 
you got the same who's doing all your um artwork same guy but Elliot's brother no no um I don't know his name it's one of Elliot's mates I think he lives near where Elliot grew up but he just does it all we just tell him we don't really tell him anything to be honest we just tell him that we need some artwork Here's two colours make four versions of this and he just nails it every time yeah like we don't even have to like ask for any changes or anything yeah maybe like move the text from one side to the other or something but other than that it's like spot on every time yeah and then we've now got your favourite which is false gold yeah which when you showed me that when you stayed over a month or so ago I really liked and it's close to I, it might take over side by side in my uh-huh, head nice it is really really good but that was when you've been like every time I see you it's like we've got another song but it's not recorded yet but we're going to get it done but it's yeah. like my favourite yet and then you finally got out still so. is like still my favourite to play I think you played that live before, yeah yeah you played that live when I seen you aye right okay it's um like I say it's the first one that we ever jammed together so to finally have it recorded and out there it's like yeah a nice weight off my shoulders yeah, and it's like because I played it for that long it's my favourite one to play live because I can just fucking smash through it and I love it do you like playing drums live? love it yeah totally it's, done it in the you're back you just totally like I don't, know, I don't want to say switch off but you just I don't know yeah it feels fucking good whatever it is I assume just adrenaline and what's the best kind of thing you've had so far was it the the Head of Steam gig? aye definitely which I think will soon be topped by next week. But is it not this week? This yeah, Saturday, this week, yeah. sorry, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. This, I wish we got this recorded there and we could like promote it and all yeah. that shit. I mean, not that I'm going to sell you extra tickets here, but... <laughs> you never know. Yeah. We so, can, yeah. I, no, this will be released in like two months, so I can like, we can just pretend that the gig's already done. So how was the gig, John? Was it <laughs> oh, good? Absolutely class, yeah, yeah. best night yeah. of my life. I heard, the, I heard the venue got upgraded and everything. You just <laughs> had to get more folk in. <laughs> How many tickets are left? Uh, I think we've sold 120 last time. That's class. Aye. So that's already 20 more people than there was last time. And last time was fucking packed. So yeah. It's going to be How good. many can it hold? 170. That's good. That's really good. So we're close, but we're not close enough. Yeah. I take we'll all see. the money you make just go straight back into the band, like straight back into the yeah. studio, straight back into merch. Yeah. How many t-shirts have you got left? Uh, like four. Really? But Emily has been fantastic. And... Uh, T-shirts, hoodies, hats, patches, all that sort of stuff. Patches? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'll be later on. Mm, I'll be getting one. <laughs> you can get one. Class. These yeah. like, that's what you, I love that. I, like, I, like, I hate when bands just do like a shitload of T-shirts and mm-hmm. a print. I like daft shit like enamel badges. Yeah. And... Maybe not like a, maybe like a one-off print yeah. or something. Sometimes you don't want to go to the merch desk and have to spend like fucking 20 quid minimum. Sometimes I know, yeah. Uh, like a wee patch or something. Yeah. Exactly, like a patch. Yeah, That's class. So yeah. So um, that's made, it's in the Obviously in the we works. pay money back for merch to make, to break even and anything above that. Anything above that's like yeah. profit for us. So, and then that just goes, like you say, straight back into the band, back into recording. Oh, I've been showing a photo. Oh, what is yes. Oh, yeah. I could fall asleep in that. <laughs> and then the, the t shirts. Oh, you bought the t shirts. And that, I didn't bring it. We'll get it. should have a picture somewhere. 
You're just a big fucking, you've got your own fucking coding line and everything now, eh? <laughs> You're total sellers, that's what's happened to you, eh? Forgets about the wee cunts and starts selling patches and a bit. That's it. How much is a who, who are you going to be? There's a question. See if it's a 50 quid number, you can bolt. Here's a red 65. note. 65. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, fuck that up. That doesn't, uh, what was it, what gig were we were at? Was it? In the hydro, and I'm sure a hoodie was like 75 quid, yeah. and you can suck my dick. Am we, I helping that? We were in Leeds seeing Beartooth the other week. Um, a hoodie was 80 quid for for Beartooth. Aye. I seen when I was at the Glasgow gig before the night before, I seen Stray had those Future of Sound hoodies, yeah. And the Future of Sound being my favorite Stray song ever, I didn't have a spare of like 40 quid or something, yeah. but yeah. But obviously, I think with all the merch cuts that venues have taken now, they kind of have to like. Yeah, I think it's shocking. It. I didn't actually realise how bad it all was yeah. until I spoke to Tyler Campbell because mm-hmm. um, obviously he, he does all the merch stuff for the Bastard Sons and they get, they're not like a massive band but they always get massive gigs in terms of like they always mm-hmm. get to play big venues with bigger bands and it's all, well not always but it's usually like O2s. O2s are the worst apparently. Yeah. As soon as you get to the level you're supporting an O2 it's like, right, we'll take There's 20%. a lot of independent venues and bars and stuff that are saying bands can come around and just set up there sell for free and then fans can go around like afterwards during the day or during the day if the bands want to yeah. they can just hang out and the bar will make a profit from people buying drinks and shit so oh, exactly yeah so that should just keep happening and then fuck the venues yeah it's mental like you think after Covid everyone's mentality would change of like right we lost music for what 18 months yeah and no band made money, really. You know what I mean? And venues lost a lot of money. Let's not be dicks about this. And, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just... It's like kicking them while they're down. There's just no need for No, exactly. Uh, I just... Yeah. But you're not that level yet. Nah. Yet. So... So you got hoodies, you got all that shit coming out. That, to be uh, fair, when this comes out in like July or June, mm-hmm. it'll be out. So... Uh, exactly. You can promote it right now. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a hoodie. Buy whatever you want. Give me money. What was, the head ca- what was the head cage? Is it like headcage.com or something? Uh, headcage.co.uk, yeah. I've got the, I've got the still got the email, I've got the first ever order mm-hmm. of headcage. Aye. When you sent me the CD, yeah, I got yeah. the, like the demo, not the demo, like the mispress or mm. whatever you call it, like the first edition. Ah, yeah. One off. You got that yeah. somewhere I can't wait. See, when you just get big, I'm like, I'm the only one that's got it. <laughs> None of these are fun again. <laughs> All your wee 16 year olds hanging outside the venue, like, well, go. <laughs> Oh, we cute to see your debut. <laughs> That's what will happen. I, I genuinely believe, like, I'm not saying this because you're like my best friend, but I I do believe there's a lot of, like, good things going to happen for your band. I hope so, man. It's going in the right direction. It's only going up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, in no sense, is like, it's, every song you've released in that and everything, there's been no time it's really, it's dipped down. You yeah. mean, every song's got the same hype. That's getting, what a lot of people say. Like, from, yeah. Hello. Only for head cage. Oh, I seen that. Your mug, yeah, class. <laughs> um, I think it will. I think it would. <laughs> Fucking Jordan, you promote so you can sell anything, man. <laughs> um, yeah, like it, it's gone up, but nothing but up. And yeah. you're getting the same. You know what I mean? You get like back, like you mean side by side being the bigs like for me yeah that could have gone like oh the, this new band new song and everything else is like eh, mm. but it's not but I think what we need more than anything is just some like good support slots on some decent tours yeah shout out Boston Manor get us some tour with you please 
That'd be class. That'd be yeah. that'd, that'd be my bucket list. You might like. get the you might get the call for Simon Neil one day. Aye. Who you give, who, who else are you giving Simon uh, Simon uh, um, CDs it to? Matt the drummer from Bring Me, Matt the guitarist from Sleeps, and Simon, and the drummer of Guilt Trip. He's got one as well. Nice. That's what you want. Yeah. I think Boston Man would be a good fit because oh wait, I Mike from Boston Man. He's got one as well. Really? Yeah. That's kind of old school way of doing it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, right, here, here's a QR code, scan oh, yeah, this. Like, you my band. And here's like, a physical copy. I don't give a fuck if people think that I'm a tit for wearing my own merch and going about and I don't think you're a tit. It's like, well, it's it's my passion. It's what I love to do. So no, I'm going to fucking good. flaunt it. Exactly. Right. You're putting effort in that. Exactly. i just never seen anyone else do it but the 80s bands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wearing your own. So the folk actually, what's my head cage? And you're like, well, well, sit down, you beat that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Upload Spotify. <laughs> so, we're at that, right, okay. We, you've just released, don't False tell gold. me, False Gold. Yeah. What's next? We are going Fop. to the studio on Monday to record guitars. Um, it's called Under My Skin mm-hmm. and Lifelines. Lifelines is one of the first ones I've ever played together as well. That's one that Elliot wrote in his bedroom, fucking... Like 2016, he said, so it's an old one. Uh, um, we've played that live. Old school Elliot fans, you'll love this. You're in for a treat. <laughs> we've played that live every time, and a lot of people have said that like that's their favourite one. So, Is it fast? Is it heavy? I fast. Forgot. Is it? Yeah. That's what you want. Um, and Under My Skin, which is like a proper ballad for, is the, it? for the mams, the mums and, mums and grannies. Will that be in like three years' time when I'm like, Watching you guys and in the introducing state. Nah, fact next next. Year, I believe you'll get introduced in BBC introducing it right yeah. next year. I hope so. Um, is that one where I go on the shoulders and like cry and like <laughs> point at the drummer like that's that's it. <laughs> we have been put forward for it this year from uh, BBC introducing Northeast. Yeah, that's cool. So we're just waiting to year back, but we don't want to get our hopes up too high. But if it happens, I mean, happens. what you've got already is cool. Yeah, getting that. What was that festival we were talking about earlier on when we called uh, Make a scene festival. Make a yeah. scene. That's cool. Yeah. To get you've already you've got a headline coming up. Mm-hmm. You've got Norway. Yeah. Let's talk about Norway. Why yes. are you going to Norway, John? So there's a festival on in Norway. It's not necessarily a music festival, but it's like a it's what? A free running festival okay. slash extreme sports kind of festival. Well, there's so a rugby game going on as you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> like parkour and shit like that, free running. There's loads of like big names from that world going. Um, and then it's like the after parties in the evening. And Liam and Elliot are both good friends with the guy who puts it on. Ansel, he's, I think he's called. Um, and you just so You're an after party over, band? Pretty much. That's class. Everyone will be fucking pissed and loving you. Exactly. you and they're all play, free runners, man. You so just be like terribly fucking... and they wouldn't know the difference. Like... <laughs> there'll be some doors of flips going on in the pits and that would be class. Uh-huh. What a, how much is that saying you've had to go? Is that quite an expensive Absolutely one? zero pounds and zero pence. Oh, oh wait, you're getting paid for? Yeah. That's class, unlike Spain. But apparently, the prices when you're over there in Norway are expensive as fuck. So Aye. I'm just going to have to be prepared for that. I got told, this was like 10 years ago as well, my mate went to a Scotland game in mm-hmm. Norway and it was 12 quid a pint. Now, with inflation and COVID, I think that's gone up a wee bit. Like, oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, you better sell a lot of fucking hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> So you got that coming up. Yeah, anything coming up that we can talk about and you can tell now? Um, not yeah. really. Nah. Probably just that potential Redden and Leeds slot. Um, That'd be amazing. 
is there anything like further down the line? Because obviously you've always got the next kind of show and the thoughts. Is there anything mm. you're thinking? We're looking at booking uh, like a weekender in autumn, maybe like November time. Just do like a weekend run. I want to play Glasgow. That's like something I want to do. Yeah, fucking years. I will. Yeah. I don't care what Aye. Nick, my restaurant's in. I'll be fucking going <laughs> to that gig definitely. We'll probably miss Newcastle because obviously we've got the headline. Doing it overkill it. Yeah. yeah. So do like you want to keep the you want to keep the fans waiting, John? Exactly. Give them something exactly. to think of it. So maybe just like Glasgow, Leeds, Manchester, something else, something like that. Yeah. Find a decent band to do it with. Rituals. That's a good shout. They 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 they're gonna absolutely pop off this year, man. It's so good to see. Yeah. So chuffed for them getting that download slot as well. What is it? They're opening the bottom stage, yeah. Uh, the Avalanche one. Avalanche, is, yeah. yeah. It used to be called the Dog Tooth stage, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, it's all changing you know, like, like see at Reading like, well, the way it's presented on the poster has totally changed as yeah. well fucking Reading be... and Leeds can absolutely get in the bin like have you seen it man wow imagine somebody heard this and you didn't get the spot oh, at Reading Leeds before that <laughs> and I'm not editing now. I fucking love Reading and Leeds man so good it's a, a dick's take like it used to be called the, the so there was the main stage there was a the Festival Republic yeah. stage there was the walk up stage was that the one where all the metal bands played R.I.P. and every year you'd get like Cancer bats, Beartooth, like Architects back mm. in the day, uh, all the heavy bands, and it was like a solid lineup every year. I didn't go, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's just totally mixed up to hell now, and it doesn't make sense. First like, time. If you could put Bipolar on a poster, it would be yeah. Redden and Leeds. It just yeah, doesn't I, make much sense. I remember the first time I went to Leeds Festival. First band I seen play was Wild Sleeps on the main stage. They opened it up on the Friday. 2012. Yes. Yeah. And. Fuck me, man! That just like walking down towards the main stage and then hearing sleeps come on, just instant fucking yeah. sprinted down. You the seen sleeps in the cat house, eh? Aye. Before they were well, they're they're hyped at the time. Yeah. When the North. EP and that was two thousand eleven with Barry Tomorrow and oh, Feed the Rhino. That's class. Yeah. You've been like, there's some gigs we were talking about, and you're like, oh, I was there, and this was the lineup, and I was Aye. like, fuck off. <laughs> you got to see. Gallows with Frank as well which is one I thing I'll never but I got to see Pure Love so it kind of evens yeah, it out yeah, I missed them but... no to be fair actually Gallows over Pure Love but like with Frank anyway but that was a great Britain tour as well it was first time ever crowd surfed as well really During, um, Misery Misery Aye. class my first time ever crowd surfing was in uh, Numbers Count for Nothing nice Architects at the Garage that was a great gig Aye. Um, was that the Day, Daybreaker Tour yeah. 2012 Berry, in fact, to be fair, another great lineup. Berry tomorrow, D's nuts and I say Australian. Yeah, nice. That was a class yeah. lineup. Um, I was at that show as well. I don't know if we were hanging. We out never knew. Point. Nah. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Of, we've spoke spoke before. There's a yeah. few gigs that you were we've been at, at, but we just didn't know each other. We didn't even yet. know each other. That they bring me gig. You were just standing. I remember this outside ABC. Mm. You were standing on a bin, shouting, "I'm going. Like, we're going to Cat House. Who's coming?" Yeah, and go. my mate never. So my mate walking to that gig lost his ticket. Mm-hmm. So I was with folk I kind of knew, but I was meant to go on a night out with this boy after on that stuff. And Aye. I was like, I really want to go. And you're just standing in a bin announcing your evening plans. I'm like, <laughs> this cunt looks a fucking riot. I'll take him. <laughs> and then here we are all these years later. There we go. Which is, well, 10 years to the day tomorrow. Aye. It's fucking mental, that. Uh, yeah, it's nuts, man. Right, any more headcage stuff we need to discuss? Anything? So you've got two songs written. Uh, flop. Aye. Floppy? Flop is still in the works. We're, we're going to play it next week just because. Just because? Yeah, see how see what the crowd, because it's fast as fuck. It's like the fastest one we've got. 
you're going to be like, I want to see a fucking circle put around that sound desk. <laughs> <laughs> and whether the name flop will stay or not, I don't know. I yeah, I think, that, yeah I think that's a very work in progress title. Like. it's a demo that our producer sent us and it's just said flop on the file, so we'll just keep calling it flop. But I don't think it, it, Liam's got even like proper lyrics for it yet. It's just right. more sort of making it. So what's the next song going to get released? It'll probably be Under My Skin. You which got is the working date for that now? We do. It'll be end of June, I think. At just after Norway? Yeah. Right. And then um, get the hype set up for aye. this. Because um, we're going to yeah. film, potentially film another video in Norway as well. Oh, is uh, Behind Eyes going? Yeah, he's coming. Oh. Of course he's coming. Of course he's coming, huh? So we feel like we should maybe use Norway to our advantage and get a video or something done. Because... But yeah, it's going to be class. You've had good opportunities to begin with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like your first, in your first 10 gigs, you've got Norway, yeah. Casino Brawl and two headline slots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've, it's been successful so far. So Definitely. You aren't like, you aren't just doing the, the shitty circuits like yeah. playing to... 20 people and three people and fucking yeah their girlfriend in the bartender you know what I mean it's <laughs> yeah. not like yeah there is another show actually that I've not mentioned that Ooh, I'm, I'm trying to organise which will be in Berwick funnily enough I'd go to that is it'll it Brown be, no it'll be the barrels is that where is we went um, probably is that the one right under the thing with the weird chairs yeah yeah. Right. oh yeah I liked it no, yeah. so you can get I think you can get like 60 people in there maybe nice so I just want to put a show on there, say five or a ticket. Ticket money goes to a charity. Get drenched to support us, who are from Berwick as well. And they'll pull the crowd. So it'll probably sell out. At 60 people. If you aye. can sell 110 in Newcastle, sure you can get 60. <laughs> so aye, I think that'll be cool. A nice little hometown show for me. And then yeah, just and it'll be fucking ridiculous in that basement as well. Yeah. If it pops off, which yeah. I'm sure it will. Um. But yeah, I think that's that's most of the plan so far this year. Why don't you do covers? Here's your question. Why? Well, we seen a band last night and they covered Scooby Doo. What is it like? Na 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 I I couldn't quite fucking believe it to be honest, but that's not really a reason, but it's now now it is a reason because I just didn't know what to do in that moment because you just like, can't do the purple girl theme justice <laughs> exactly no I don't know It's not, I'd, I'd prefer doing originals yeah like I don't know a cover you do, do your own spin on it but I still like I just criticise myself to the original yeah like when I did Convexican Cave with uh, When It's Dark Out yeah and I'd always just be thinking of how Ben plays it and how I'm just not doing the justice yeah what about the features you reckon I, I think one day it'll be like a like years in the line when they're both selling yeah. like academies, you and Rituals will like do a nah, that'd be sick. Like a featuring Liam, what's his second name? Uh, Pattinson. Featuring Liam uh, F T dot Liam <laughs> Pattinson. That would be sick. Like I'd love that. I quite like the idea of doing like a split EP somewhere down the line as well. If we can I'd find love the right that, band. and I'd love you to do a vinyl, like a seven-inch yeah. split vinyl. Mm. Although it costs you at the arse. Yeah, that's a lot of hoodies to find uh, that. Definitely. But, um, yeah, that'd be quite cool mm. down the line. You got um. I was gonna ask. You don't have any any like sessions at all, do you? No. I'm trying to think of everything. I want to get it all yeah. out. Like this is everything. You didn't do any session work or anything like that. No. Nah. Nothing really like that. Um. 
I think that's pretty much it. Um, that's just the end of the head cage for, for this night, part one. <laughs> part two coming If this soon. doesn't come out in time and I've spoiled Jordan's chance to get in a red and lease, <laughs> that'd be quite cool. Oh, one more thing we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. The fucking intro to my podcast. Oh, yeah. Head cage or... Hopefully that'll be... You would have heard it before this podcast started, I hope. So, imagine you didn't imagine how bad you would feel. <laughs> Mate, I'd, 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 I'd absolutely... Like, the Head Cage podcast <laughs> and Head Cage haven't quite finished off a 15 minutes, a 15 second 15 song second, yet. Aye. Yeah, no, we'll get it done. It's a great rip-off. I love the idea of it. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to get sued. Murphy's already got an idea, he said. Is it? Um, and where we practice, we can record demos. Like, we've got mics and stuff, so yeah. we're going to I don't get... want it perfect, though. That's the thing. I, yeah, don't want it, I, don't, I... I don't want it to sound like you spent, like, two grand yeah. on it. I want no, to... absolutely. It's going I want to it to sound like you spent 20 minutes. DIY fucking... job. Yeah. yeah. So exactly after right. we get this headline done on Saturday, we'll, I'll knuckle down and make sure it gets done. Because we need to get the guy who we rent the space off. He needs to come around and show us how to like set up the mics and stuff. So yeah, and then we'll just quickly bash out the intro for I reckon it'd be cool to do it live. Yeah, because when you think about what what well, it, it will is, be, it'll all be us. Like no, live. but straight live one take. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we'll just get that done. once, but it'll be quite cool. Right, I think we're done talking about head cage. And I think that means it's said at the end of our podcast, which is quite sad. It is. I've really enjoyed it, man. I've been really nervous about this, like yeah. we spoke about before, because eh? I speak yeah. to you like nearly every day. But like, <laughs> exactly. the fact that I've got to record ten minutes eh, and one hour with you. <laughs> one hour and ten minutes exactly, actually. That's good going. I like it. Um yeah. I think we'll do a part two definitely. Yeah. So I say about just about every kind of do it with. Mm-hmm. When your band are too big and it's like, oh, Cam Stodds, who's that? I'll just ignore <laughs> that. Yeah, I can go in that can go in the archives. <laughs> we can um yeah, do a part two. Um, Sounds good. By then you'll have an album out, hopefully. Hope you got so. any plans for an album? Well, I think we're going to bunch up the singles this year that we've done. So it'll be Nothing, False Gold, Under My Skin and Lifelines. Mm-hmm. Bunch them up and release it as an EP in November and then support that by doing, hopefully, this UK weekender. Yeah. Um, But that's it. And then hopefully we'll maybe get picked up by some labels or something. Because yeah. our manager's going to pitch us to some labels soon. So it's just a waiting game, really, more than anything. But Yeah. Maybe with this Norway gig yeah. and then playing that festival, the, mm. what's it called? Make a scene. Make a yeah. scene. Kind of doing all that. Maybe that makes makes a name for you. Yeah. As well as a I scene. So. And then get everything done. Cool. Mew, it's been a fucking pleasure. Always a pleasure, my friend. All right, we're going to get tattooed now. So <laughs> we deliberately brought Emily to come and tattoo us. But Emily has forgot her buzzer. What's it called? A, fe- a foot pedal. Switch so thing, we yes. need to, we're going to tattoo each other and it's going to be stick and poke. So I'm not really looking forward to that actually. It's going to, it's going to hurt like. The what, what? I can't Are you hear you. Am I coming to this gig next week? Sorry, I can't hear the headphones on. Uh, no, I can't. I'm trying very hard to get it off work, but it's just not going to happen. So. We will do another tattoo. This will just be a thing like... Right, we test her. We'll do a part two tattoo. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm not, I've started getting tattoos removed already. I don't want to start adding another one. Ones? The one on my knuckles, I absolutely yeah. fucking hate it. It's only, I've got 122 tattoos. Mm. It's the only tattoo I hate. It would be the one that's visible in my fucking hand. <laughs> so, right, anyway, we are done. John, yes. I love you. Much love, my man.
time.